I suggest that we can prove the existence of God from the impossibility of the contrary. As Christians, we do not give up our intellect. The strongest evidence and argument for the existence of God is that without a belief in God, you can't prove anything. How can the law be material? That's the question I'm going to ask you. I would say no. And can you give me an example of anything other than God that's immaterial? Welcome to the Revealed Apologetics Podcast. I'm your host, Elias Ayala, and here at Revealed Apologetics, Our goal is to equip believers to defend the Christian faith, and we want to equip you to do it in a way that is honoring to God and faithful to Scripture. So sit back, relax, get your thinking caps on, and let's dive into our topic for today. Once again, welcome back to the Revealed Apologetics podcast, and uh, today we're going to be covering a uh, a common objection to the Christian faith uh, in particular, and a common objection to religion in general, and that's the question of, um, hasn't religion been the cause of of most wars throughout history, okay? Has religion been the the cause of most wars? You'll often hear this um, in an attempt to discredit religion in general, Christianity in particular, uh, that when people adopt religious views, what is what results? Well, there's violence, chaos throughout history, uh, struggles for power and things like that. Um, some historical examples uh, which come to mind are the Crusades, which happened during the Middle Ages, years 1095 to 1291. You have the Thirty Years' War from 1618 to 1648. The Inquisition, of course, the famous Inquisition, uh, from the 12th century on to the 19th century, you have the famous or the infamous Salem Witch Trials from 1692 to 1693. And of course, the attacks um, on 9-11, again, were, uh, many would argue, are uh, religiously motivated. Now, of course, there, these issues are much more complex than just a simple outlining of them, just as I've just laid out uh, for us just here. Um, but be that as may, I mean, these Many people see these things as religiously motivated, and so uh, there are dangerous implications for holding religious perspectives. Okay, Sam Harris, who is a famous atheist, he says um, that he argues rather that religion is the most prolific source of violence in our history. Okay, and uh, Richard Dawkins, who's another famous atheist, he says there's no doubt that throughout history, religious faith has been a major motivator for war and for destruction. And so what is implied by by these accusations? Okay, Well, number one, religion produces violence. That's number one. Number two, there's an indication here that religion is just merely man-made. Why? Because 
um, because it's man-made and man is seeking to get power in this life, uh, you know, this produces conflict and things like that. Um, and so, and, and also that because religion has this man-made element, uh, you have really an explanation as to why religion comes about, right? For control, uh, you know, power, control, or things like that. So it, what else is implied by this is that, you know, Christianity in particular is, is false. Uh, <clears throat> it's man-made. Uh, the results of Christianity in, in, uh, specifically has been, you know, uh, violence and, and war and, and things like that. So uh, this needs to be an issue that, that we as Christians address from an apologetics perspective. This is an important question. And I think it has an emotional punch to it, especially since many people who um, were raised within the church um, often see the characteristics associated with these things. Of course, not as dramatic as war, but definitely this idea of, of seeking to control um, and, uh, and things like that. So it's very easy to resonate with the idea that religion is the cause of most violence uh, in the world. But... Um, how might we respond to this? Okay, well, well, when someone asserts that religion has been the cause of most wars throughout history, we need to recognize that that statement is one, factually false, and two, logically irrelevant. Okay, uh, let me go through this again. When someone asserts that religion has been the cause of most wars throughout history, we need to remember that one, that statement is factually false, and two, it's logically irrelevant. Okay, well, let's talk about its factual falsity, okay? Um, this information I'm, I'm taking from the Encyclopedia of War. This is a three-volume set by Phillips and Axelrod. Um, and here is an interesting statistic. Out of the 1,763 wars waged over the course of human history, 123 of them have been categorized as being religious in nature okay out of the percentage 66 or 53.66 were related to islam that's another interesting fact <laughs> okay but what about non-religious uh, wars okay you have or or even just non-religious dictators associated with with wars which has which have produced um you know very very large body counts that really make any religiously motivated war pale in comparison well, we have someone like Joseph Stalin, okay, who was a non-religious dictator. Um, under his uh, influence, you had the death of over 42,672,000 people. Mao Zedong, 37,828,000 people. Adolf Hitler, 20,946,000 people dead. Chiang Kai-shek, 10,214,000. Vladimir Lenin, 4,017,000. Hideki Tojo of Japan, 3,990,000. And Pol Pot, 2,397,000 casualties, okay? The interesting thing about all of these people is that they are modern. Uh, you take a look at the influence of history throughout, you know, the past 2,000 years. These guys are modern influences, and they, uh, you know, the conflicts which they were involved in um, we can categorize as non-religious, um, and even if they are religious in some nature, uh, these individuals definitely were not um, motivated by religion uh, per se, okay? 
<clears throat> now, of course, some people might say, well, some of these guys, or maybe Adolf Hitler, for example, uh, was religiously motivated. He claimed to be a, a Christian, many people would say. But, of course, we can see right through that, guys. If you know, someone claims to be Christian doesn't make it so. It doesn't even mean they're being... Um, you know, consistent with what Christianity teaches. We know that the the uh, the leadership that was exemplified by Adolf Hitler is clearly seen to be antithetical towards Christianity. It's in conflict with what Christianity actually teaches. So uh, many people can claim to be one thing, uh, whether they're acting consistently with that is another issue. And of course, the misuse and abuse of religion um, which would produce violence uh, is not the same as religion causing violence, right? I think it's an important point to keep in mind. All right, well, we mentioned two points, uh, that the statement that religion is the cause of most uh, wars or, or the cause of most violence is factually false, which we've just seen. Um, but also it's, um, it's logically irrelevant, okay? Religion is the cause of most wars throughout history. Now, suppose that was factually true. Our next response would be, so what? So what? Right? The fact that religion is the cause of most wars throughout history, which is factually false, but even if we were to grant its hypothetical truth, has nothing to do with the truthfulness of a particular religion. It says nothing as to its truth claims. If anything, it just mentions its social and societal implications, right? So even if it's true that religion causes, you know, most wars throughout history, that's irrelevant to whether these specific religious perspectives are true. And of course, when we're dealing with religious claims, we, we want to deal with what's true, right? So <clears throat> this is, uh, you know, factually a false statement to suggest that religion is the cause of most wars. And it's logically irrelevant since even if it was the cause of most wars, uh, that speaks nothing to its truth. And so we want to deal with uh, truth. If you think about it, even within the Christian worldview, there is an, an explanation as to why there's war and why there's violence and why there is sin. Within the Christian worldview, there is an account as to what the ideal should be and why we don't have the ideal. Okay, I think a very important Bible verse to bring into this is James chapter 4, verses 1 through 2, where James says, What is the source of quarrels and conflicts among you? Is not the source your pleasures that wage war in your members? You lust and do not have, so you commit murder. You are envious and cannot obtain, so you fight and quarrel. Okay, The Bible does not sugarcoat human violence and human sinfulness. And it is the reality of human sinfulness that makes it the case that we need a Savior. We are separated from God. We are sinners. And uh, the world is the way that it is because sin is running rampant. Now, you might say, well, God could control it. Well, yes, God could control things. God, uh, you know, from, from our perspective, from within the Christian worldview, God is not, you know, observing this passively and not doing anything about it. We believe in a God who has specific purposes, and it is he's seen in his own good pleasure to utilize uh, the sinfulness of men to accomplish his purposes, okay? But he's not causing sinners to do something contrary to their own wills, right? God is allowing the natural outflow of sin to run its course, 
Um, and he's working through that. Okay. So within the Christian worldview, we can account for the ideal, what we should be moving towards, and a need of a Savior to reconcile us to God. And we could account for the reality of evil, sin, and war. And it is very much rooted in this idea of sin. Men are sinful. And people need their hearts changed, their minds changed, their actions changed. Um, and of course, uh, this is done through the proclamation of the gospel, exemplifying the love of Christ. And hope. And hopefully, we pray that God uses such um, kingdom principles to impact the world and, of course, make the world a better place as it moves slowly to conform into what God would have us um, would have us be. Okay, so so two points here. Uh, if if someone makes the claim that religion is the cause of most wars, you want to point out that that statement is factually false. Okay, we've given some statistics there, and even if it were true, the statement is logically irrelevant because it has nothing to do with the truthfulness of a religious perspective. All right. Well, I hope this has been helpful and kind of um, helps put things into perspective. And uh, yeah, that's all I got for today. So uh, take care and God bless. Bye-bye. Thank you very much for listening to Revealed Apologetics. If you have any questions that you would like me to answer um, on one of our podcast episodes, please feel free to send in your question uh, at revealedapologetics at gmail.com.